the Zoo Crew with Shane Bucks. Only on Spin Southwest. Sam, how are you keeping, sir? All good? Oh, not too bad, lad. Not too bad. Good to hear. Good to hear. What have you been up to for the day? Uh, I did. Uh, I went clothes shopping because oh. I've got the British coming up, so I decided that I needed to look at least half representable. <laughs> um, yeah. Nice. Yeah, you got and, it. Uh, and uh, then I got home and I'm playing some Xbox. That's nice. it, really. So it's nice. been a fairly chilled day. What are we playing on the Xbox? Oh, I've been playing uh, Forza. Oh, okay, nice, nice. Yeah. God, look, we've had a great day already. Shopping for the Brits and now at home, chilling out, playing a little bit of Xbox. Can't yeah, well, before before yesterday, I did 22 days in a row without a day off. So I've ah, kind of, look, the last two days have been a bit more chilled to make well, up for it. <laughs> well deserved. Well, well deserved. A nice yeah. day off as well. And hey, look, you probably got to nice. You got to probably buy a nice fancy suit for the Brits as well, which is always nice to step into a nice brand new suit. Always nice, isn't it? Always. Looking fresh. Yeah, you got it. You got to look fresh. Uh, so you're obviously looking forward to the Brits heading, hitting up the carpet as well. Is this your first time hitting up the Brits or were you there last uh, no, year? No, I was well? actually there for the first time last year. Um, yes. I, just as a punter, I wasn't like nominated or anything, but just thought, uh, got invited down by the label, which was really cool. So Yeah, I'm sure it's a good, good night out. And you probably meet loads of people as well, people you've probably seen from when you started out to people who are uh, probably people that you look up to as well in a way like that. So it's probably nice just to kind of get into the, the, the circle and kind of mingle around as well for the night. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm not the best in the world at talking to celebrities I don't know, you know what I mean? It's a bit <laughs> nerve-wracking, but uh, no, it was definitely a good night. Yeah, nice. <laughs> I met Holly Willoughby, which was amazing. She was oh. lovely. There, you could nearly go home after that, really, couldn't you? I think that that would be. Well, kind exactly. Of... You know, that was that was it. And it was right at the end of the night. I was just like, "Can we get a <laughs> selfie?" Did that really awkward thing, and <laughs> she was she was so nice. Trying to play it down, <laughs> but re- realistically, you're like, "God, I really hope she says yes to the selfie." Uh, right, Tom, come here. Yeah. Just to, just to take you back a little bit, and I know you've probably been telling this story nonstop since you've kind of become the Tom Walker that we all know and love. But uh, where did it all start for Tom Walker? Because I know you have put in. You are one of those guys who put in the hard graft before. Or uh, anything kind of got picked up and started getting a bit of momentum behind it. Isn't that right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I was busking in London um, after I finished uni because I didn't have a job yet. So, yeah, <laughs> I've put in some graft. Yeah, so you were just busking around and how did it all happen then for you? Did someone walk by and just hear you doing it or were you constantly kind of releasing stuff yourself and just handing them out and hoping something would get picked up? Do you know what it was actually? It was uh, the last year of uni. Um, I was living with a guy called Nima who was in a band called Will Comiskey and at the time they were signed to Ireland and we were in the same songwriting class and uh, I wrote a song and he did a remix for it and my tutor at uni at the time actually sent it off to uh, my current management now and they really liked it and I started doing some writing sessions for other artists with them and then I started doing some writing sessions for myself and and, uh, they really believed in me and just thought I could be an artist and we've been working the last like four years together um, getting it all off the ground so I I think often people think it's like this overnight success thing but it's taken a really long time to get to this point and we've worked really really hard for it yeah and especially nowadays you know there's this whole thing of like being insta famous and you know getting that fame getting that fame behind you in like a couple of seconds or whatever but genuinely you do have to put in the work to kind of get the good stuff there and like you said you've been with the same kind of group of people now for like four years is i presume the bond there is good and the relationship and they do give you that little bit of freedom that lets you be who you want to be as a singer and as an artist yeah, totally. I mean, I've, I've been with my management covert talent um, for ages, and Simon, who runs the company, is a legend, you know, and we get on really well. And, you know, he picked me up when I had absolutely nothing going on and has kept the show behind the scenes running since nice, then. Yeah. So, 
Yeah. yeah, it's been wicked. Kind of did some writing for other people and then you did writing for yourself as well. Um, what do you, obviously you probably prefer writing for yourself, but is there just a, a little bit of kind of joy as well behind writing something and then hearing someone do it and perform it and make something of it as well? So you can just kind of sit back and go, geez, that actually genuinely sounds really, really good. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's always it's always fun writing for other people. It allows you to kind of get outside your comfort zones and, you know, do something a little bit more left or a little bit more pop than you usually would, uh, yeah. which is always cool. So, yes. Yeah. Now, the single Leave a Light On did so, so well. A lot of people here on Spin Side West absolutely loved the track. Um, how did it all feel for you when everything kind of started moving? Did you just take a step back and go, OK, this is happening. It's all go, go, go now. Um, I guess, yeah. I mean, especially with the release of that song, it all went totally crazy. I mean, I think we released it like maybe 18 months ago now. Yeah. Last year, we went all over the world because of that track, you know? I went to Australia, I went to Mexico. We we ended up doing, like, 120 flights last year. Nice. Did gigs all around the world, so <laughs> it, it was absolutely incredible. And I think doing all that stuff before the release of your first album is um, is quite rare for a new artist, you know? Yeah. So uh, nice. to be able to travel as much as we have and do do the gigs in the places I never actually thought I'd get to visit never mind play songs it's been amazing yeah it must be insane and jeez uh, that's a that's a well-worn passport by now I would say um, so the album uh, What A Time To Be Alive is coming out this Friday March 1st and uh, how excited as an artist are you just to be able to go okay it's done we've polished it as much as we can I'm more or less happy with everything that's on there and now I am just want people to feast on it and have a listen to it and, and enjoy it yeah, I mean it's we've had it we've had it done for a little while now, so I can't. I just want the fans to hear it, you know, because there's like six unreleased tracks on the mm. album, so it's quite a lot of new material um, on there, and you know we've put so much work into it, and I got the chance to work with like three of the best producers in the UK, Jim Abyss, who's worked with like Adele, and and uh, they did Arctic Monkeys' first album as well, so working with him was incredible. I worked with. Steve Mack, who's obviously done God, everything from bloody Ed Sheeran to pretty much anybody you can think of, you know what I mean? He's, <laughs> yeah. he's a legend in the game. And then I worked with Mike Spencer, who's worked with Jamiroquai and J.P. Cooper. I mean, to have those three producers working with you on your debut album is, again, just, like, absolutely ridiculous. And yeah. I'm just so proud of how we got it. And I think there's a lot of different genres on there that have influenced the album. Um, and I kind of managed to tie it all together um, with three different producers which is I, I'll tell you what not an easy feat so I'm really really happy with the way it turned out it couldn't it honestly couldn't be any better than it is it would have yeah. killed me otherwise so yeah yeah I'm sure that there, there comes a time where you're like okay we just have to go with this this is as best as we can probably get it otherwise you'll probably just drive yourself mad a little bit and I'm sure working with those guys yeah as well, well I did that anyway do you know what I mean I yeah. think you're forever tinkering when you're a musician the label were like this is the day get it done by this day and I was like oh god <laughs> so yeah we got it done but I think they had to lay down the law, otherwise I would have spent an extra bloody year again. If, you yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> just I wouldn't have made it any better. I would have just fiddled with the high hat for six months or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you're so close to something like that, I'm sure there's always somewhere where you can tweak something and it's just never going to be as perfect as you hope it would be. But then once the fans get their ears on it, they're like, this is the ultimate perfect album for us. We absolutely love it. So then you can kind of go, okay, maybe it was perfect and I was just being a little bit... Yeah, that's the thing the as top. well. Like, yeah, all, all my mates absolutely adored it. And, you know, some of them were like in tears listening to it. I had my dad in tears and everything. So like, oh, okay, it, nice. it is the best I could I could make it. Yeah. And I'm I'm super, super proud of it. Um, yeah. So whatever happens, happens. You know what I mean? 
Nah, they're they're gonna love it. I guarantee you, guarantee you. Um, so like, what are the 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 best and the worst things about writing an album? Is there ever just a time where you're like, where you just hit a wall and you're like, right, forget this. I'm going. I'm going out for a pint. I'm gonna go down and get a bag of chips. I'm just gonna relax. I've had enough of this for a day or two. Oh or yeah, hundred percent. You know, I always find when you sit down to make to try and make a hit, yeah. it never happens. It's always when you're like chilled and relaxed and like among writers that you trust and with producers that you, you really get on with, you know? It's like, I've been in sessions with people that I've kind of just met and then they've been like, today we're going to write a hit and I'm just like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll write just... a song and then let's see if it's a hit, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. it is such a stupid word. Let's just yeah. write the best song we can write today and um, you know the public can decide if it's a yeah. hit or not I think once, once you believe in it and once you put your heart and soul into it I genuinely think that is probably where the origins of a hit comes from without going yeah, in definitely. and saying this is going to be an absolute hit when realistically it might end up being track 11 on the album or something yeah exactly and I think also like going in and being like we are going to write this today and it's going to sound like this person because they've been successful and yeah, you know yeah. that doesn't work for me no you know it doesn't work at all so yeah, yeah. no you got to go and just do your own thing whatever you feel comfortable doing and once once honestly the label are like yeah Grant go and do it uh, you're fine I think and yeah it's, it's do you know what I, I will say this the label have been sound as a power mate they've like totally let me do my thing and let me go into studios that I'm pretty sure cost ridiculous amounts of money yeah. <laughs> and you know I've, like the string sections on this album put it that way so they they really let me uh, play with the toys you know what I'm saying yeah, like yeah. It, it's been an amazing experience and you know they didn't have to do that because uh, not everybody does and we could have we could have made it on a budget but they, they really allowed me to do the special things that I wanted to do and I think it reflects when you hear the album. Nice. That's good to hear. Good to hear. Um, so I'm just going to ask you briefly, and I know this happened, I think it was like 2017 you may have done this, but you did tour America, which may have been one of your first kind of bigger tours, but it happened to be with a couple of lads of our own and they were the script. How did all that go? With And that was so sick. Do you know what? They invited us on that tour and we fully didn't have enough money for it. Um, <laughs> and we were like, we don't know if we can do it because we can't, like, we can't rent a bus because we don't have enough money to get all the gear in. And they were like, do you know what? we'll take your gear, just rent a car and drive yourselves from gig to gig. And that's what we did. And if it wasn't for them being so so cool about it and them, like, taking our stuff in their lorry, nice. then we yeah, wouldn't yeah. have been able to done it. And I'll tell you what, man, they treated us like family, those boys. They were, they're amazing. And to this day, I, 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 I'll do anything for those lads because they, they really were sound. And to tour America with your band is, like, it's a dream. Yeah. Nice they were just so, so kind to us. Yeah, so, it sounds, yeah it's sounds, wicked. Sounded like it was a good, good time. Uh, right, before I leave you go, what else is coming up 2019 into 2020 if we can go that far ahead? What is uh, what is happening for Tom Walker? Obviously, uh, the album What a Time to Be Alive is coming out next Friday, March 1st. And then, obviously, there's the track Absolutely. as well, Just You and I, which is gorgeous uh, that is also out now but uh, what else is coming are you going to be coming over visiting us here in Ireland or have you any oh yeah 100% we'll be back this year I'm not sure what dates yet the tours are all up in the air because we've been so focused on the Brits and the um, the album coming out that um, you know we're lacking on dates but we are we're getting ourselves in gear as soon as the album comes out we're going to figure out where we're going this year I know we're doing uh, two tours around the UK hopefully Ireland as well and then we're heading out to Europe. I know we're going to Japan and America and Australia and 
New Zealand this year. So, yes, it is going to be a very busy year, and I guarantee we'll make it back over to Ireland. Beautiful. Sounds good. Look, Tom, best of luck with the Brits. Best of luck with everything in the future. I can only give you all the success in the world. Uh, you deserve it. You've put in the hard graft. And now, finally, we're going to get this album. Uh, it's out next Friday. It's called What a Time to Be Alive, and I am definitely going to get it and have a listen to it. And I will let you know. I will let you know if I had to get out the Kleenex and wipe away a couple of tears as well, all right? Oh, please do. Please do. <laughs> no worries. Tom, thanks a million, man. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. It's, it's, it's the Zoo Crew with Bucks. Spin Southwest.